0: O worm of many teeth, canst thou deny what has no cure? The flesh and breath which lure thee to the ground of all beginnings. Feed on monsters twisting in a door of fire. Thou hast no robe in all thy attire to cover intoxications of divinity or hide the burnings of desire. Worm Song from the Dune. To reading Dune, a podcast where we read Dune by Frank Herbert and talk about it. Whether you're a Fremen or a first time reader, this podcast is for you. My name is Caleb Pauls.
1: And I'm Evan Diaz.
0: And together we are gonna read some
1: Dune. Yeah, we are.
0: Woo! Evan, good to be back. Good to be in in at Arrakis again on Arrakis. Yes.
1: Yes. We are here doing doing stuff, doing Arrakis stuff.
0: Speaking of Arrakis stuff, do you want to know how many people listened to episode one today? Today? Today. Just today? Just today. Let's hear it. 101 people started reading Dune from the very <laughs> one beginning. One day? Just today.
1: Wow. And
0: yeah, that's a lot. If, if you've been listening from the beginning, thank you so much. You didn't abandon us and you're still here and you're still reading Dune. Hopefully you're much past us by now. I mean, that's usually the emails we get. It's like, "Oh, I couldn't keep up. I'm, I'm in book four by now." And I was like, "Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're hooked. And thanks for coming back." As the reread is, you may have started as a first time reader, come back as a fremen. That, that's what we wanna, we wanna see. Um, gosh, reading that. Uh, Caleb, turn your mic up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jim. Jim Evans from the from the live chat told Caleb to turn his mic up. I'm gonna talk about that's quieter. Dune, 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 dune,
0: dune.
1: Yes, how's that, everyone? Let us know if if that's better or worse.
0: And start singing Dune songs. Um, oh, worm of many teeth. I feel like I was quoting Shakespeare, like the the Dune equivalent of Shakespeare. A little
1: bit, a little bit.
0: Feed on monsters, twisting in a door of fire. I just can't help but think of the mouth of a worm, right, with all the teeth, and it's all rotating, and the furnace on the inside. Yep, that's it. Shy halud. All right, so uh, where are we at, Evan? We're in we're in Messiah. What's going on? We're in the we're
1: in the uh, the keep the great big ridiculously lofty keep of Muad'Dib. Yes, and we're in the
0: practice room. Haha. <laughs> remember the la- yeah, we're in the practice room with who?
1: With uh Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Do you remember the last time Paul was in like a practice room fighting with a mentor? He was with Gurney Halleck. But yeah. it was supposed to be Duncan Idaho. Yeah, it
0: was. There you go. Like Duncan was the guy he trained with. Right. Forever. So, of course, if Duncan's there, you might as well pick up the sword again and, you know, go for a round or two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I just, I love that. Um, so, yeah, Paul and Hate just finished up a good old training, sparring session, right? Even the Emperor needs to keep up his fighting skills. Right. And there's no better person than his best friend, the Master Swordsman, the Golwa, whose ultimate goal is to destroy the Emperor. And best friend, hate. <laughs> so Paul walks to the window to get a fresh breath of air while Duncan I mean hate puts their puts their weapons back. <laughs> and he's Paul's at the window and he's thinking, right? He's thinking about everything that's happening so far, right? We're over halfway in the book. Lots taken place already. He's thinking about how we found out Johnny's pregnant now. Right. Big deal. Um, and she'd been taken to the doctors this morning because there's been some complications with her pregnancy, right? So he's that's gotta feel weird, even if you're the you know, Quizard Hadarach who knows everything. Oh, yeah, it's still gotta be like weird for him, right? He's worried for her, right? This is the mother of his children, child, mother of his child, right? Well, children, they had a, they had a kid before, didn't they? Right, 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 Lito, Lito won. Yeah. So he's just waiting in anticipation. He's in anticipation of that, anticipation of what the Bene Gesserit are going to say on Wallach 9, right, about saving Chani. And so Paul, like, does what he usually does in this moment is he relies on his prescient vision. So he tries to use it, knowing that he's seen this happening. He's been here and now, and that's Everything's good, but he can't see anything else. He could only see where the time currents carried him, which were whatever moments he saw didn't matter. Everything is just muddy here and now. He only sees like distant futures of stars dying. That doesn't matter, right? It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, the line here is destiny permitted no struggles. Like, these guys have tried to manipulate time and get everything they want and try to line up the perfect, perfect events. And Destiny says, no, we're on my time now. I decide where it goes. Which I think is so funny for, for you know, all of these guys, like even the Benny Tlalax and the, you know, the uh, Navigators and Paul and the Benny Jezret, they're all trying to mess with time. And Destiny's like, nope,
1: my turn. Right. They like muddied up the irregular vision world too Mm -hmm. much with all their shenanigans. So now it's like destiny gets the last laugh. Yes. So Paul knew he would face events. Like
0: everything starts once Chani gets here. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't know what the end result will be, but he knows everything starts when she gets there. Time enough to then to accept the fate, right? That he had concealed from her what prolonged her life? What was it? Evil? He wondered. To prefer Chani over an heir. All right. So what's what, what's he getting at there, Evan?
1: He basically he was keeping Chani from becoming pregnant because I mean it. I think now reading reading this again. Yeah. I think it's in there. He was he was he was keeping, or he was allowing Chani to be kept from having. A kid, because he knew that her being pregnant was going to kill her.
0: Yes, and he wanted more time with his concubine slash wife slash lover. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. I have a question already. He, okay. Perfect. Um, would it? <laughs> would. It, <laughs> Andrew's
0: like, yes. (laughs) Anna Von Luna's like, he knows what's going to happen.
1: No, what, like, I don't know. I don't know if I do, but would any pregnancy have killed her? Uh, Or would just this pregnancy have killed her?
0: I think it's the moment, like, whenever he sees the moment of her dying, it's always related to childbirth. (sighs) No matter when it is.
1: Okay. So
0: he knows whenever she bears... He has to trade an heir or
1: Chani. Yeah. So like whatever happens the next time she got pregnant, regardless of which future it was in, she was going to die. Right. And this is like the last one.
0: Right. Typical Paul status. He'll be like, these are all bad options. I'm taking the least bad, which means like she was trying to get pregnant for 12 years and he just straight denied to her face why she couldn't get pregnant. Is that messed up? Is that a little messed up? It's a little messed up. All right, now he even says this. He says, was this right to make the choice for her? Nan, you know what this makes me think of? It makes me think of his mom and Lady Jessica Mm. because Lady Jessica could have used the voice or whatever on Leto and made him choose her as, you know, be the wife. That to like really have that but right. he, she didn't want to use her power like that because she wants the free will choices better
1: yes yes because so then he, he, she knows that he actually loves her right so there's this weird fine line it makes me think of that moment
0: of like in the atreides family, some like do you choose for people or do you let them choose and however the, the it all works out it works out yeah Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll just wrestle with that a little bit, how that, you know, makes us feel. Uh, The door opens, dun-dun-dun, and who walks in? Johnny walks in. Paul turns around and sees murder on her face. She's wearing this beautiful golden robe, right? She's got the water rings worn as a necklace. It's probably jingling as she walks, and her hand is dangerously close to her knife. She met. Paul rushes to her, arms open, he hugs her. Charlie just spoke low so only Paul could hear. Someone has been feeding me contraceptives for a long time, and there will be complications and problems with the birth because of it.
1: Someone has been feeding me contraceptives for a long time? (laughs) She's so so bad. As she should be, though, because
0: of this... Like, because of this, the the birth is is being weird. There's 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 problems with it, which I'm sure is every mother's worst nightmare. Right. And 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 so of course she wants to do the only thing she knows how to do. Right. And Paul's like, wait, is there a way to fix it? And Shawnee says, yes, there's dangerous remedies. But Shawnee knows, she knows who's been poisoning her. She left. And figured out what was the key ingredient that was missing. (laughs) And it's Irulan. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum.
1: I mean, she probably could have guessed.
0: She probably could have guessed. right? But I was like, (laughs) oh my God. So you can imagine, Chani's furious. Furious. And I I just want to point out in this chapter that she's going to do and wants to do the Fremen thing. Right? (laughs) Shank, shank, shank. And we were talking about how like, well, in this book, we're seeing the Fremen culture die off from Stilgar to Korba to all these people, right? The Fremen culture is, is disappearing. And I really see Chani as your last Fremen. She's the last one that still keeps her that Fremen attitude because all she wants to
1: do is just kill her just straight up. Right. And I mean, it says it, it says it, uh, later on. Yeah. Right. Paul's yeah. going to get a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So Paul grabs her by the shoulders, looks her in the eye and just says, my sihaya. He pulls her in close and try to calm her trembling.
1: You'll bear the air we want. Isn't that enough? You know, you know, what this, you know what this reminds me of, uh, Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen. Oh Yeah. You know what I'm talking when he's like very calmly saying these terrible things about how life is meaningless and everyone should die. And, and people are like, oh, okay, Dr. Manhattan. That's what this feels like. You know, you'll Paul bear the like, hair we want. We're going to have a baby. Isn't that nice? But you're going to die. But, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's creepy. You know? Yes. It's
0: creepy. I am I, so interested in how they play this. Do They play with his humanity or his inhumanity about this whole situation. So Chani explains there are complications that the birth controls her life, right? This is basically what he knew, and it's going too fast. Like, the baby is maturing too fast. Oh. She, has, she has to eat and drink as as much as possible to feed this creature that is growing inside of her. <laughs>
1: That's like every mother ever just relates so much to that. (laughs) that What is this thing? This creature.
0: I'm craving chicken nuggets again. (laughs) I don't know why. Well, this baby craves spice. (laughs) And whatever's in her loves spice. She needs to consume spice in like a crazy amounts because this baby just
1: is obsessed with it makes sense does it a little a little more baby yeah I guess a little more dinky I don't know I don't know what to I mean
0: yeah, yeah. what have we seen about babies I don't, I don't know I can't say anything yet okay moving on I don't I, I, I can't get you there so we'll just keep going mm. uh, Chani ends her explanation with like I'll kill her
1: for this of course
0: Paul kisses her cheek no my sihaya. You'll kill no one. And he thought, as he thought this, Irvon prolonged your life, beloved. For you, the time of birth is the time of death. He felt hidden grief drain his marrow. He could feel his life being emptied out. And it just reminds me of this fact of like, life without Chani isn't life. Mm -hmm. She's the only thing that keeps him grounded. Right. The only... person that kind of treats them like a real human right and when like even if you get that in the um spice orgy right the water of life ceremony uh when he sees the vision that they share it's just <laughs> that's funny um the andrew floyd comments we're talking about uh Talking about what they called Muad'Dib's kid. It's Kid At's Hatterack.
1: <laughs> Kids At's Hatterack. <laughs> that's funny.
0: Muad'Diblet. Telling you the live streams are fun. If you're here, I'm just so glad you're here. Muad'Dibling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't know where I was, but cool. <laughs> she, wants, she, she wants to kill, she wants to get real on. Bad. Fair enough. Um, Johnny pushes him away, telling them, telling him the Irulan cannot be forgiven. And she questions, "Why? Why shouldn't she get to kill her?" This is such a fremen question. Paul started laughing, but covering it up by saying, "Um, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't help." Johnny asks, "Have you, have you seen that?" So it always goes back to his prescience. What has he seen? What has he not seen? Right. Paul felt his insides tighten as he remembers his vision memory. He could only mutter, what I've seen, what I've seen. This exact moment of this present interaction fit a future which paralyzed him. He had visited this path too often, and now here it was. A tight
1: dryness clogged his throat.
0: What do you think this means? In like how his
1: visions work and stuff. Uh, I mean, he would he was like way back when he first started with the visions, he was like always trying to find the path that avoided the jihad. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always ended up happening or whatever, or like most of the time it ended up happening. Um, and so I would assume he's like going all the way down one path to see what happens and going like, Nope. Okay. What about this? And like, finding all these different versions of the future. And like he has now, because everything's muddy, stumbled upon this one moment that he was like, definitely a future. He didn't want to see. Yeah.
0: Question mark. Yeah. (laughs) I feel, I feel like it's, it feels like, yeah, like that. I think there's neural pathways though. He like looked at it a little bit too long, too many times. Yeah. And now it's become true. Right. Mm. Yeah. Dang it. Like this is, Opposite of what I wanted to happen, like he kept staring at the jihad, saying, Please don't happen, please don't happen, and then it happens. And then it kept, yeah, 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 that makes sense. So he's like, Ah, crap. So Johnny demands, Tell me what you've seen. Paul only says, I can't. And she's like, Why mustn't I kill her? Because I ask. Paul watched Chani accept this, he realized how the life of a royal. the keep left Chani unchanged nothing of the desert had been taken from
1: her right Chani is Fremen
0: through and through yeah which sucks that now that we know she's gonna die because it's like the end of the Fremen and whatever that means moving forward that's just I'm I'm gonna it's sad all right moving forward Johnny stepped away from him. She looked over at the Goa, Who was watching this entire time? Right. Just standing in the corner.
1: This is the weirdest conversation you realize in this moment how weird this conversation was because it just takes a turn.
0: Mm-hmm. And, well, yep, there's the guy. He's just standing there. Referencing the Goa, but talking to Paul, she asked him if Paul had been crossing blades with him. Right? Have you been training with, with, with this Gola here? Paul says, I'm better for it. Johnny looked down and then back into the Gola's steely, metallic eyes. I don't like it, she said. Paul said, it's cool. It's cool, though. <laughs> and Johnny's like, fine. Have you seen? In your prescient vision, have you seen the Gola be violent towards you? Paul's like, no. And then Johnny replies, well, how do you really know that it's okay to do this? And Paul's like, uh, because it's not just a Goa. This is Duncan, Idaho. Bump, bump, bump. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what do you think? Is it Duncan, Idaho? Or is it a Goa? What what's happening here? And remember the last chapter with yeah. it, with uh, Sidetail and mm-hmm. Edric? Right. Okay, go. I know I you think, have thoughts. I, th- I think, okay. Speculate.
1: Uh, I mean, it's a it's a gola made from Duncan Idaho's DNA, right? So they explain at some point in here that it's like he was made by using the genetic code of Duncan, Idaho mm-hmm. that just happened to come from his corpse. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like there could be Duncan in there because all the all the the code is there. Right. You know, it's the it's the right. I was gonna say software, but no, it's the right hardware. The and hardware. The software is kind of like iffy, but like the code is all in there. Right. So, the I, I guess what what they're saying is like there could be a way to get the Duncan out of the Gola, but nobody's done that before. But then, like Paul is Paul. <laughs> and everyone else is everyone else you know like even <laughs> the the Kwisatz Haderats that they the the who had made were like cheap great value knockoffs of <laughs> the real thing you know what I mean like it was like cheap easy made like done the quick way Paul was like home Thousand grown thousands of generations right so like maybe Paul can do it I don't know that's well, that's Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And now, all right, so they're trying to pull out the real Duncan Idaho, and right. Paul's like, No, this is the real Duncan Idaho and Johnny's just staring at the Gola, looking him up and down, like, uh are you sure? Like the Benny claylax made him.
1: Right. Sketchy.
0: Walmart. They made him more than they intended. Okay, what's that mean? Right. Um but it'd be cryptic, Paul. Johnny can only <laughs> shake your head saying, like, OK, fine. But how can Paul change the fact that hate is a Goa? Like, it doesn't, I, I, there's steps in between. You can't just go back to the original thing. So then Paul starts probing the Goa. Hate, are you the tool of my undoing? Hate just replies, nothing they do here or now will change the future. Channy just objected, like, this is Zensuni nonsense. That's not an answer. That's (laughs) not a thing. Paul raised his voice to goa. How will I die, Hate? He's like asking a computer at this point. Right. Like, do the mentat thing. How will I die? Hate replies with a glint behind his metallic eyes. My lord, you will die of money and power. Johnny gets upset. And but Paul tells that the mentat's telling the truth. So, Evan, how does one die by money
1: and power? Uh, <laughs> I guess we're about to find out. I mean, like, uh, this whole, uh, like this, like this. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> we're watching it happen.
0: He holds up the book to the, to yeah, the screen.
1: You, <laughs> you have so much money and power that people are, like, not about it, and they're going to take you out because of it.
0: Yeah. Huh? Uh, uh-huh. Well, we know that Saitel's plan is, like, he ha- Paul is going to turn into something he doesn't want to be, and instead of doing that, he's going to kill himself. Like, it's, he's, the money and power is going to change him so much that he's not going to recognize himself in the mirror. Right. And he's just going to kill himself that way. He'd rather do that than he'll die of money and power. Which, I mean, here we are. Here we are. So, yeah, which begs the question of, why, why did they send Duncan? Okay, that's an, I mean, hey, well, that's another conversation. We'll get there when the, when the <laughs> chapter comes. It's coming. Um, so then Chani gets upset, right? Paul tells her, this is the Mentat, telling the truth. She looks up at Paul and says, "It. it is sad that a Goa cannot be restored to his original being. Oh, But then the Gola pipes in, looks at Chani. Would you convert me? Chani's like, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Even Paul doesn't get it at this point. Hate says that every man carries his own past with him. And Paul's like, and every Gola? Question mark. Paul starts pacing towards the Goa, thinking, then what about that past in your secret flesh? Because right, we're thinking about the moments where hate has just been weird, right? He's right. just... Several times already, he's been like, "I have memories of the past that aren't mine." That I and he flies just right. like he like does all the, the movements. Right, he's probably fighting just like Duncan Idaho, which is why Paul can be like, "I know this is Duncan Idaho. I fought him before. The movements are exactly the same." Right. Right. And so now Paul's like thinking, like, "Okay, there there is something deep inside. How do we cat- convert?" Right, because Paul is like, "Convert is turning." Turning around, how do we do that? So Paul questions him. Then, um, then what of the past in your secret flesh? Hate then stiffens. He stiffens up. His muscles move quick. He clenches his fist. He seems agitated by this line of questioning. Johnny, watching the Goa, asks if the Goa has ever remembered his past. Oh no, if any Goa has ever remembered his
1: past. Yeah.
0: Like if you yeah. ever went back to the original.
1: Right, Has it ever happened before?
0: Right. Hate responds, "There have been many attempts, but none have been successful. So that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, Paul pressed hate again, But you long for this to happen." It's like a leading question right there. The Goa met Paul's gaze with pressing intensity. Yes. So Paul, in a soft voice, says, "If there's a way." Hate then felt his arm raise into the Atreides salute. Ba-da-da. But he does it like um, subconsciously. All like right. at Paul's even Paul's words are saying it. But Hate says how his flesh is a zombie but it does carry the genetic imprint of the original cells. Paul and Chani are now look up the Gola up and down. Was this really the flesh of, the, of Duncan? Maybe it's a face dancer or it's another illusion of some sort. But Paul said, this is a Duncan in every aspect. It can't be faked. This is Duncan. Hate reminds him that a Gula must do things that hate or that Duncan Idaho would not do.
1: Hmm.
0: He's like, so they're they're debating. Is, is this Duncan hates? Like, uh, I do things that Duncan wouldn't do because I'm a Gula. Like, I have, I am. Reprogrammed, right? He's the right. Zen Sunni Mentat. That was not in Duncan before, and right. there's certain things he does, right? So Chani replies with like, A, see, A, see, this is different. This isn't Duncan. Paul turns away. He crosses to the balcony windows and opens up the drapes. Light comes streaming in. He turns around to see Chani staring at the goa, but hate has retreated somewhere inward. He wasn't with them. I imagine... His eyes are like rolled back in the Mentat way or like some other thing, but he's not there. Right. He's like zoned out. Which he's done that before as well in other chapters. He's like when he's staring over the head of the Reverend Mother. Yeah. He's just like gone. Where Where is he? It's like when C-3PO shuts down. He just. <laughs> Paul returned to Chani and she embraced him. Chani looked at Paul thinking how for a quick moment, the Gola was more than a Gola. He was a real man, the real Duncan. And Paul had wanted to see that. Paul had wanted her to see that. Yeah. Like, Paul had probed him for multiple reasons, but also he wanted Johnny to see that this was actually Duncan so that she would trust him and whatever plan that he has cooked up. Right. She asked Paul that if that, if that man really is Duncan. Was that Duncan, Idaho? Is he still there? So here's my question to you: What about that interaction was Duncan like? What parts of Duncan's character did she
1: see? I mean, it was. I feel like it was the. It was like the absence of the Gola actions, more so than okay the Duncany actions. You know what I mean? like you're like pressing him but he's like a mentat and like a weird zensuni philosopher right and usually he would be stoic and robotic and have an answer for everything but like as he as paul is like pressing him on very specific things he starts like twitching like like he's like waking up as duncan a Mm. little bit here and there you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and that's happened before where like something is going on and he stops acting the way the Gola is supposed to act and starts acting the way that Duncan would have acted. Right. So, okay, in the last chapter,
0: what does um, Saitail ask uh, er- Edric to do?
1: uh,
0: Relating to uh, the, the gift, the Gola. To like push him
1: to do, to like remember his past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. So that's what's maybe needed to unlock whatever's inside of him, right? And is we're that hitting, happening right now? Well, Paul is, is it, doing it. Like he's, he's. Oh, Paul's picking, doing it. He's not like Edric, right? Yeah, Paul's pushing that. He's like picking the lock, trying to open it up. Everyone's trying to open up the gola to see if Duncan's in there, and no one's quite got the lock Dang. quite yet. All right, so let's see, where are we at? Okay, part of Duncan's character. Because we don't really know a lot about Duncan in the book before he mm-hmm. dies. Um, so there, I was just curious of like, what what are Duncan-y things can we say as is is like a Duncan characteristic in that interaction? I was looking for one, I think the little bit of like Hate reminding them that Gowa must do things that not Duncan Idaho would do. Like they were so close to him being like, "Yeah, I'm Duncan," but instead he was like, "No, we need to be cautious," which I think was was there weird. Maybe somebody in the comments will see something or email us yeah. at
1: readingdunedin@gmail.com. Yeah, I think something. there was the moment where he says like, "Yes," mm. you know, yeah. Where, um, Paul says, "But you long for this to happen." And he like looks up at Paul and says, yes. And like really intensely. He wants it. It could be a very duncan moment, you know? Yeah. Like, let me out. Yeah. All
0: right, so Chani asked Paul, well, would Duncan Idaho let Earlon, continue living after what she's done to me? Uh, she's going for the side door now. <laughs> <laughs> Paul only says, if I commanded it. Chani broke away. I don't understand. Shouldn't you be angry? But you sound sorrowful. Paul's like I am angry. (laughs) And and he's also sad at the same time. Right. Because like in this moment he's he's feeling her death before it happens. And it's sad because he knows this is the end. And it's weird. And But Johnny just says, You're my man, I know this, but suddenly. I don't understand you, which makes me think of Padme to Anakin. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're going down a path I can't follow <laughs> like, like a little bit like I don't understand you what's what's happening here? I don't get it. something's about to happen. yeah. Paul abruptly gets caught in a vision. in the vision, he's walking down a long cavern. he hears he hears his own voice saying. I don't understand myself. When he opens his eyes, he finds his trance in his trance. He finds that he's been moved away from Chani.
1: Hmm.
0: She spoke again behind him. Beloved, I won't ask again, what you've seen, I only know I'm, I'm going to give the air we want. Paul nodded. I've known that from the beginning. He turned, studied her. Chani seemed very far away. Johnny placed a hand on her abdomen. I'm hungry. The medics tell me I must eat three or four times what I ate before. I'm frightened, beloved. It goes too fast. Too fast, he agrees. This fetus knows the the necessity for speed.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. She has to, like, eat and drink a bunch, and she has to take a lot more spice... Yeah. Than usual. Uh-huh. Is that gonna make this a like spicy baby? Oh ho, ho, ho! I can't tell you. <laughs> oh, shit. Are we gonna have a spicy baby? Spicy it, baby number
0: three. It wouldn't be doing without spice. <laughs> can't tell you that. We only got ten chapters left and oh. I feel like the necessity for speed. This the baby's coming fast. We don't know who Paul is. All the fremen are gone. This baby's this, got a need—a need for
1: speed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the baby's coming. When the baby comes, Chani's gonna die. Dude, we are like I—we are rolling down a hill now. Ten chapters to the end. And there, this was a this was a short chapter too. Like yeah. you like blitzed through it. And uh yeah, we're gonna just keep on going all, right. all the way. See if Paul really is the Messiah in Dude Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Alexander on YouTube said, "Johnny's just double-fisting handfuls of spice."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you think she's gobbling up spice like pumpkin spice lattes to the max?
1: That's where we're at yeah, right now. All right,
0: you can ha- hit us up on Twitter. Obviously, if you haven't done that yet. Uh, Patreon, Reading Dune, we do these chapters because of you and thanks to you. And if you want to contribute in any way, we'll take it. Um, also, you can f- head us up, uh, what is it? The website. The it's website. Re- com. It is. Um, sick merch. And I think we have more requests for merch if people want like shirts that say, like, the
1: tooth. Oh, and man.
0: Like all of the weird catchphrases they want that the we funny,
1: have. They want the funny merch. I have to go... I have to go in and make the funny merch, I think. Yeah,
0: if you wanted a serious Dune podcast, I can recommend several, but we are <laughs> not that one. We are your intro-level Dune nerds, first-time readerness. That's what we're here for. Yeah, and good times. And good And good, good juice. And good juice. Today, speaking of good juice, good day, um, I would say. The, we got news about part two in Dune. It mm-hmm. came, like, some articles, and... Um, Javier Bardem. I'm going to pull up the tweet I, I did and just read it. Cause do it. In the article, he says he's read the script for part two, which I'm like, good, because you're in the movie. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, oh, yeah, I've read the new draft of the script, and I think they've done an amazing job putting together the pieces in a way that are going to surprise people. They won't be surprised, obviously, because they've read the book, but they'll be surprised by the way they put it together. I was very <laughs> moved. So uh, we're not getting any big surprises, but we all, I don't know. How are they going to do the Water of Life, scene. How are they going to do flashbacks and Paul in the Desert? We're definitely going to get Riding of the Worm. That's been confirmed. So we got one of the Fenrings. Rings. I don't know if we have another, but we have one. It's got to be him. It's got to be him, Caleb you just it's gotta be the one and only i mean they already did christopher walken as the emperor so it would be a great move for jeff goldblum just to jeff play. goldblum
1: <laughs> is Count venring there's no other option let's go <laughs> denis i know you watch our show so you got to <laughs> oh
0: yeah if you if you if you do denis or anybody close to him thank you for doing your best. Thank you for casting Jeff Goldblum. I'm
1: (laughs) making it into existence, all right?
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody, for reading Dune with us. We'll see you next week. Uh, And stay spicy, my friends. Stay spicy.